All right, folks, we are we are getting right back into it. <clears throat> and... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting right into Dungeons and Dragons today. We've had a two-week hiatus, and now we're ready to go. Picking up where we left off before in the middle of break time. What's going on, gamers? Let's play some D&D. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. I appreciate hey, you that. You sounded really sad when we were starting. I didn't want that kind of energy right off the bat. You're like, all right. Yeah, our sponsors at Boko Haram wouldn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> the official D&D podcast of Boko Haram. It's not. It's, it's really not. It's, he's just hiding it for tax purposes. Try Holy Wolf shit. Cola today. Oh my gosh. All right. But uh, yeah, so as Josh had said, it's uh, been a two-week hiatus. We had some things going on, but we're excited to be back in here. Our sessions will be a little bit shorter, but will still be just as fun. Um, where we left off. So there were a couple of things that happened. You all went into downtime, and... Amram, you ended up talking to your friends, wanting to get some tests done to see what this weird transformation was all about. You ended up getting an abundance of notes from the museum, uh, Theodore. Virian, you ended up having quite the interesting conversation with none other than Laura Dombringer, and you even ended up sharing a special note with Micah who has been doing his own excursions while going off to do whatever he may be doing, coming back a little drunk, seems to be little. doing something musical-related. Yeah, maybe a little is an understatement. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but And for you, uh, Micah, unless you could read Dwarven, you Ooh. don't know what the last bit of that note says. Okay. Thank you. Um, Maven, you ended up getting a very special letter from a very special someone and getting them a sending stone. And last but not least, Adeli. I have an intern. Oh. <laughs> you do have an intern. I'm sorry. I thought I was last. I, did, I, did, I didn't know I'd go on. No, you're good. I just mentioned that you end up getting a lot of important notes and other documents from the museum. or Room too. You have a whole ass office. Yeah, stepping up, man. Definitely stepping up. And uh, quite the garden is being worked on by Adeli, who also ended up going to a secret meeting with none other than Scorch. And I believe Adeli also wanted to talk with all of you about that, moving into the beginning of the session. Um, Other than that, I mean, you had your dream, Amaram, and uh, prior to that, Theodore, Virian, you all had a very, oh my god, noted. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. But yeah, Virian and Theodore, you had a very intimate conversation and connected about the Watcher and some other stuff. Uh, there are two psychers in the party now, which is also very interesting. Um, unless there's anything specific that you would like me to elaborate on or that you don't, or that you don't remember, uh, we're going to pick back up with the following morning and Adeli, uh, open up how you would like to, but, uh, yeah.
Ellie's gonna go find Maven and Amaran. Wherever they may be in the house. Uh, if it's early in the morning. I'm, I'm sorry, I'll be right back. back. <laughs> I'm kicked back on the couch. Um, with one arm behind my head in my, my sleeping couch. Yeah, Adele's gonna come out the room. She's gonna like she's gonna lay a hand on you just real softly. I need to talk to you. I'm gonna go get Amaran. I need to talk to both of you. And she's just gonna go from your from your couch to the room, just slowly creak the door open and look in and like to see where Amaran is in the room. He's just sitting there, you know. Uh, he, he looks to be like playing with a like a ball and a cup. As they're at the ball. Adele will look around the door and she's like, "I need you. I need you to come here real quick. I need. I need to talk to you and Maven." Uh, he flicks his hand, and the ball and a cup disappears, and he goes to you. Yeah, sit right on the couch, kind of twiddling my thumbs, watching Adele gather Amaram, kind of eyeing her like, hmm, what's going on? Adele will gesture for you to sit with Maven on the same couch and go sit opposite from both of y'all. So I'm sure, I'm sure you know our friend, kind of friend, friend of me, if you will, Scorch. If you remember that yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Make sure, mm -hmm. make sure you still remembered him. Kinda kind of saw him recently, you know. Like out on the streets. You know, kind of on this kind of on the streets. Kind of slightly planned a little bit. But, uh, I don't know how he knows where I live kind of staying here with Micah, all of us. But I got a letter, you know. And you showed up at the house. Well, I didn't see him at the house. I don't know who delivered the letter. It could have been him. He, he still knows this is the house where you are staying in and left a for you. Yeah, I think, I think he's aware that all of us are staying here probably at least a little bit. But I, I kind of met with him a little bit in the, in the park, and I just I just wanted to get the general thoughts on him as an individual. Well, I like him. He's pretty cool. Okay, but so that's one good. What was was the letter a good letter or like? A bad I mean, letter? it was no, it was like a meet me letter, you know, like a a general uh. like. Come alone, meet me. I didn't think he would stab me, though, you know? So I felt kind of safe. Because, I, you know, he kind of hid me a little while ago. And I'm pretty sure I would have died if he didn't. He gave us the warning in the cave. It's, I just, you know. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah, and, and he didn't. He didn't try to kill me, so, you know. That rang true. <laughs> just wanted to meet just wanted to meet alone ask about some things apparently he had questions about the glowing eyes uh, that are apparently 
knew. He thought I drank a potion. I don't remember drinking a potion of his, but he mentioned that and kind of, you know, he talked about the organization a little bit. He seems a little sad, you know? Did he, um, happen to say what this potion was? What it looks like? Uh, he described it. He's kind of orange, but, like, he didn't say exactly what it did. He just thought I drunk it. But, you know, I... I'm just kind of, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out opinions of him overall. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the greatest fan of him because, you know, he did sort of try to kill us. Yeah, fair. I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't think, I don't think he wants to be in the, in the game of whatever he's in, you know? Kind of reluctant. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't want to turn him over to the order or anything, so I don't I don't really know what to do with him. I, I think he's technically a criminal. I mean, yeah, working for the order that is actively, you know, trying to steal evil magic artifacts probably makes you a criminal. I mean that's yeah. kind of what the order does though. True, true. Yeah, but they're supposed to do it orderly, like, you know? Mm. Okay. Yeah, the two- calling them both orders is kind of confusing. Let's call the bad one the Brotherhood. Because that's the B-bad, and they're the Brotherhood of whatever, I don't remember. And the Order is the Order. Yeah, I don't know anything else called Brotherhood, so that, that should work. Well, did he seem, sorry not to interrupt you, but did he seem worried at all when he mentioned that potion that he asked you about? Kind of concerned, kind of excited a little bit. That he said, I should not have drunk it, but I, I did not drink an orange anything in the cave, so I don't really know what he's talking about. But he, that's, that's what he asked about, so. Hmm. But yeah, he just, he really only wanted to talk about the eyes. But we kind of talked about other things as well. So just freezing. Oh no. I just wanted a general thought before I tried to contact him again. You should invite him Oh. I don't want to invite him to Micah's house. Yeah, she should not invite him. Um, I don't. I don't think Micah will like him, no matter what is said about um, him. To be fair, yeah, I think he really didn't like the Aladrin. I, I really don't think. I think he will hate Scorch if nothing else. Both Micah, just a little goblin man, would probably want to arrest him and take him to the Order. But we don't have to tell him who he works for. He just. All he has to know is he's our friend. You know? I guess he wouldn't recognize Scorch, but that's... Technically, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I just want to see him again. Yeah, why do you... Well, why do either of you want to keep, you know, interacting with this person who tried to kill us? 
he let us, he warned us and gave us like a head start. And I mean, in my case, for the general balance of things, he tried to kill me once. He saved my life once, you know? He's kind of back in a neutral place, technically. I mean, I feel like he saved me from getting stabbed by his gang. So, kind of, kind of in between. Well, you know, maybe you you could use this to your advantage, Adele. Maybe, you know, you could... If he's not too keen on being part of the Brotherhood anymore, you know, maybe you could get to know him some more and learn some... Oh no. You you cut out for B for a second, Echo. <laughs> Shame. Well, Echo's uh, trying to reconnect there. Which you just did. Quick thing, uh, Theodore's intern's name is Ernesto Arizona. Thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a picture of Ernesto now. Uh, what I said to Adele was, you know, maybe if he's not so keen on being part of the Brotherhood anymore, maybe you could, you know, get to know him a little better and willing to share some information about them. Yeah. Maybe eventually, you know, we could help him, you know, get out of that situation. Because honestly, messing with crazy evil artifacts is probably not going to end up well for any of them. No offense, but Scorch did not seem like the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, I have... Maybe. I mean, I just... I don't... I don't think I'm... I don't think we should tell the others about it yet. Because I think... At least Micah, because I don't think he will agree with anything other than turning him in. But maybe... And I mean, Amaran can come meet him too, or you, Maven. I, you don't like him too much at the moment, but Amaran's kind of, you know? Maybe, maybe more than one of us can convince him. Well, I would leave that up to you too. Um, and wish you luck in that endeavor. I won't say anything to the other three, um, especially not Micah, not until you want me to. Okay. I I can I can work with that. I can work with that for now. I mean before anything I'll have to figure out how to um contact him again cuz unlike him I don't know where he lives. So mm. that that itself might take a second. You, you, besides scorch, you also mentioned something about a potion you took or did not take he thinks you took it yeah some some orange elixir like stuff he he mentioned it he said it had something to do with my eyes i i don't remember anything with that in the cave i don't remember drinking anything like when i woke up back at the tavern my eyes were orange then so mm-hmm. i don't really know and do, was he like concerned about that or was it just like hey 
My I orange mean, eye potion. Like, he, he asked me some stuff about it. And, like, just how I was feeling and stuff. And I feel, I feel like but He didn't seem... He, he, he kind of spoke to me for a little bit. And then I, he kind of spoke and I, I heard it in my head. And I, and I, you know, the brain communication kind of thing. So that kind of happened. And I, I think that's a resort, result of the, of the potion. But I don't, I don't know if anything else will come from it. Or if I can only hear him, maybe. I don't know. But I heard his, I heard his voice in my head. And I, I responded to him. That's all, that's all I really you're, know about that. You're saying this potion turns you into a psycho? Uh, maybe. I can't, I can't really blast people or anything. Also, your mic's doing I know, a weird thing, Veranda. Fuck, okay. Fuck! Fuck! Let me, let me go out and come back in and see if that fits Are you ordering Chinese, Ricky? No, I, uh... uh I, sorry, I just saw your text, Thomas. Um... I think Josh is right, by the way. Anyways, um... No, I, I'm at a... I'm on a glass table, and so it's messing up my mouse. Oh. So I the mouse pad, but I don't have the mouse pad, so I'm gonna use a newspaper. That makes sense. Bad bitches make do. Go. Perfect. It just crumples my house. <laughs> Could you use like a t-shirt? No, this this works fine, honestly. Okay. to glitch out oh. a little bit. So she exited and tried to uh, rejoin back in. No, my, just... my Discord keeps freezing and then my mic stops working, so I have to disconnect the mic and reconnect it every single time it does that. I mean, honestly, where else would blood be made? Kidneys? Does it sound okay now again? Wait, what are you... Wait, what? Oh no. Oh, we can hear you, Rhonda. Okay. Cool. Oh, Tom, Thomas, can you hear Rhonda? Yeah, I can hear her. Okay. You, at, you looked like you couldn't hear her. No, I heard she said about blood and kidneys, so I was just confused for a second. Yeah. Who's saying something about blood and kidneys? No, no, no. Right. It's not made the kidneys, it's made in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> The blood is thrown in the balls. <laughs> I, I lost my phone. Anyway. <laughs> um, Rhonda, can you hear us or no? Yeah, I can hear you. I 
I can hear y'all again, as long as y'all can hear me, okay? We're Gucci. Okay, yeah, we can. Awesome. Alright. <laughs> but, um, as you were saying. Yeah, and if you do need any, um, reminders on, like, anything that Scorch might have said, just let me know. But, otherwise... The last thing I asked was, uh, he said the potion turned you into a psyker, right? He didn't say psyker specifically, but I heard his voice in my head. I don't know if I can only talk to him like that, or if it's others, or anything. I don't, I don't know anything else that I can do with that he we kind of left it at there and he skittered and off into the night try maven try maven try to do the do the theodore thing ah Della Dilla just put both her hands to her head and just stare very hard at maven just just thinking just thinking hello over and over again stare back deep into Adele's eyes. <laughs> Alright. Um, give me one moment here. Rhonda, uh, Yeah, so... I, say, I clicked it to turn it on if, if my computer allows it. We'll see. So... It's a bit of a waiting game. Your eyes begin to glow and the world around you becomes brighter and what's your superficial thought maven head empty We're off to a really good start. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're doing just fine. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Here is Ernesto, Arizona. Take a deep breath, Thomas. It's okay. I'm just going through it. <laughs> it's the curse. Of what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Two weeks of no D and D. Game's punishing us for taking a break. <laughs> Anyways, there's Ernesto. Mmm. I love him. Nice. Thank you. You, I love took, him. you took the, I know you got that picture from, by the way. Yeah, yes. Um, also, um, how long was the uh, downtime again? The downtime was a week. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. It's been 
what does that make it? Two weeks in total since I started brick school? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to actually write that down somewhere so I don't have to ask all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that happened... I believe you said you wanted to continue to have hirelings to try and renovate the house as well, uh, Micah. And as for... Yeah. I was just trying to think if there's anything else that was like time related or time sensitive related. Five more weeks. You're getting there. Getting there. Yeah. Then that shield stuff. You will become a brick. Oh, Connor's here. Hey, Connor. Yeah, what's going on, buddy? Corner. Cornier. I am indeed here. Hello. Good evening. How have you been doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Nice. Also, Cameron has told you that we are going out for your birthday on Friday, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I he needs to get back to me because I don't know if he's coming to pick you up on Thursday though. Because he said something about Friday not being able to work. Okay. I'll, I'll talk he, to he has he has made me aware. I did send him a thing on Snap asking like if there's been any changes, but uh, I will ask him. He's in the other room. When we're on break. I'll ask him. Cool, cool. But yeah. Yeah, I figured he was not actually communicating. Oh, he was he was doing really well. Hmm. Like last, last week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, earlier this week, not last week. I, I'll I'll give him some earlier this week. But um, yeah, it's either tomorrow. Okay. Luckily, I took the time to clear off the. So after classes on Thursday, I'm good. Friday. Nice. Okay. Over so, to that, how is everybody doing older? I'm doing good. My job is nice. I get killer PTO. You have your own cubicle, too. I do. I have a whole cubicle. <gasps> Decorate the cubicle! Yeah, you get to actually be in the office now. You can you can start your own spinoff. Yeah, there we go. It's, uh, it's the office reloaded. Echo, can you hear us? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so sad. Is for is Veranda good to go now? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, she's okay. She's good. Okay, we okay. We got one.
Josh, did they get you through Venmo? Did they get your shit from Venmo, dude? I'm so sorry, Tom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the worst part is, I pretty much expected all of this to happen. I mean... The first one back after a break is always nope. At least every a time, bit. every time we've had a break, something like this yeah. has happened. I've I've just accepted at this point. We've been cursed. Yeah. Glad to see you, Echo. Mm. God, Rick, Ricky is literally forcing his brain out of his nostrils right now. Now we'll. Uh... Now that he's an adult, like, working man, he's slowly becoming more and more dad. His noises are going more and more to the fatherly side. <laughs> Not the dishwasher we have to worry about now, it's just... He's gonna get a sneeze, and we're gonna hear it going... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, look at this weird coke I got. Before anything else happens on Discord, please continue the RP. Oh, it's the galaxy one. Everybody's um, here. Where did it? Where did we leave off on? I'm trying to interject your brain with oh, juice. Yeah. And Do I, I had hear Adeli? Yeah, it depends. If Adeli's projecting a thought, you'll hear it. If Adeli is trying to read your thought, she'll get a glimpse of the most superficial thought. She's trying Adeli to send a thought. Projecting <laughs> hello. Oh, good you lord! You hear Adeli's voice. Hello, echo in your mind. <laughs> That's the noise I make. I scream. Um, I, I jump back in surprise, and my eyes will kind of light up at Adeli. It looked well. I at least know that I can do it with other people other than Scorch. But I, I don't know about other Psyker stuff. Well, that alone is pretty cool, you know, being able to talk to people. Yeah? If you, if you I... could, though, keep the mind talk to me down to a minimum. I have enough fair... people talking in my head. Yeah, you gotta you got deal with your brother, that makes sense. As you say that, uh, you see the two apparitions appear, and they both go, yeah, he does. <laughs> they look at you. Two? Wait, we see them appear, or is it just Amaranth? 
Um, you don't see Renan, but you do catch a glimpse of the dark figure. Sorry, you oh. don't see Renan, but you catch a glimpse of the dark figure, excuse me. He's a separate Red is looking Renan. different these days. Yeah. I feel a lot better about contacting Scorch now, if when I figure out how. So that's that's a relief. Um, yeah, just you know, let us know if he, you know, does anything weird or seems like he's hiding anything. Well, I mean, I'm hiding stuff, so it's it's reasonable, you know. I I can't yeah, expect them to tell me everything. Yeah, I mean, like more like if there's something specific that you guys are talking about, and he like seems like there's something we should know, you know, just let us know if we need to, if I need to, you know, take care of him. Adeli, Adeli's eyes will just kind of track over to your bludgeoning stick. <laughs> He's your, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep, I'll, I'm pretty perceptive. I'll keep an, I'll keep an eye on him. Good, good. So thanks for sharing that information, Delhi. Um You just need to take a deep blink because he's like, yeah, I'll just I'm gonna go out to the garden for a little bit. As he just he just scutters off. Look at Amram. Well, I was doing something very important, and a ball and a cup will appear in my hand, and I gotta get back to it. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you can go ahead with that. Um, I did inject Adeli with an orange potion as we were escaping the cave. Uh-huh. And here's the thing. I... This was after her heart had stopped beating. Yeah, Renan mentioned something about that, but I didn't think it was like... Yeah. I thought that was just your goo. No, it wasn't. It was weird orange goo in a syringe that I found on Scorch's desk. And, you know, I, I thought maybe it was like a healing potion or something, and she was bleeding out, so, you know, I stabbed her with it, and her heart started beating again, um... Her eyes also turned that weird colour, and um, she can talk to us in her in her head now. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. Do you still have some, or like? No, I I used. There was only one dose in it, and I used it mm. to you know bring her back from the dead. Gotcha. 
Well, if the worst thing that happens is she can talk to us in her head, that's, oh, I would gosh. trade being alive for being able to talk to people in their head. It's a win-win. I mean, yeah, but... What are those other, like, weird side effects that she develops later on? That's just growing up, you know? Okay. Do me a favor and don't don't tell her yet. Um, I mean, I don't think she would be angry with me, but um, I would like to learn more about this weird orange goo I injected her with before I tell her that I injected her with it, you know? Okay. Yeah, I... I sure. I won't tell her. And like, or I didn't anyone. Li- I didn't lie when she said, you know, she didn't remember drinking anything. She didn't drink anything. Um... In the cave. I injected it directly into one of her major arteries in her neck. I, I, I see. So I didn't... I technically did not lie to her. Well, that's good. That's good. Wouldn't want to do that. No, no. <laughs> yeah, don't... Don't tell her. I know where you sleep. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. And I will, I roll off the couch and kind of straighten out my poncho and head off to go find food. I'll vibe in my room. Yeah. So other than that, unless there's any RP or anything that you would like to all share with each other or discuss. Yes, Theodore. Yeah. So, I, um, from downstairs, you hear a bunch of slamming and cursing, and and a uh, scraping sound, and you hear Theodore shout out, Hey, sorry about that, uh, uh, Micah, as, um... And, and Thomas, you can you can give um you can you can voice um Ernesto. Ah. Uh, as Theodore and Ernesto are carrying in a large chest full of books, with on top of it balanced an empty bookshelf. Um, uh, there, there's a, a watch around the corner. Oh boy. Alright, we just have to get up the stairs now, um, Ernesto. Um, stairs? I, uh, yeah, you see his arms kind of shaking. I don't, I don't, I don't think I can, uh, I'm, <laughs> Theodore! And he just, he crumbles. The... You do... do I as witness he... this as I exit out of my room? We're, we're, so, right main, we're right in the main. Um, yeah. So uh, we're like right here, so you can see. This from I'm the just side. standing there watching this, and we'll very slowly walk over and stick my hand on their part of the desk to lift it off of poor Ernesto. 
before as he's dropping it it like goes sideways and bashes like a hole into the wall like like the corner punches into the drywall before you grab it sorry Micah I'm pretty sure he can't hear you last I saw he was drooling Um, all over himself in bed so um. okay and then I'll uh with Maven's help uh, lifted off of Ernesto. Yeah, he's uh, quite disheveled, very, very sweaty. He fixes his glasses. I'm, 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 te- I'm terribly sorry, Theodore. I, uh, I don't know how you're. Don't worry about it. Uh, once we get it up into the room, I'll, I'll start sorting out the books and everything, and you know, no. you can. Are you, are you sure? I, I can, I can sort them out for you. Yeah, you have. Is it nighttime or daytime, Thomas? Daytime. <laughs> Morning, morning. Okay. Yeah, you got, I mean, you got classes today, you know. Ah, crap, you're right. What what time is it? He looks out the window. uh, Half past. (laughs) (laughs) You got Artificer Watch? (laughs) It looks to be about half past. (laughs) Just half past? (laughs) Possibly quarter of. <laughs> but yeah, once we get this up there, I'll uh, I'll, I'll organize my books. You can you can go, you know. Uh, of course, and I'll be right back after after my classes. If my parents don't need me, they shouldn't. I think I'm good. Yes. All right, all right. Don't run yourself too hard, kid. And uh, yeah, then we'll get it so, upstairs. Is it is it true you've? You've already begun going on adventures? As he tries I, to click some of the stuff that's fallen. I mean, uh, I, we just, like, went on one. I've been I've been on an expedition, yeah. Oh, wow. His eyes get very, like, there's, like, a beam to his eyes. So, you're, you're like, a, an adventurer now. I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, I'm, I'm not any sort of, you know, uh, you know, Arkansas Jim or anything, but... Arkansas Jim? Oh, boy, I'd like to be like him. You know, they just started uh, selling those new hats. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I've looked into them, but uh, I spent too much money on all these books and everything. I, I don't think I can get a nice hat like that. Yeah, maybe one day. That'd be nice. One day. All right, well, off I am. All right, good day, Mr. Whitaker. Right, good luck like at school, Ernesto. And, uh, he heads off. Alright, maybe can you just help me get this over this last, last stair? <laughs> hey, maybe give me kinda, a, uh, <laughs> athletic like, check. I'm gonna kind of, like, heave the desk so that I can, like, get a good grip on it. And, uh, I'll use my face step and teleport the rest of the way to the door. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess that theater will be works. left behind. The desk will come. You, you said it's misty step. It's face step. Um, so I can teleport up to thirty feet in any direction that I can see. Where is it? There you go. I mean, yeah, I guess it's you and stuff that you are carrying. 
or I'm carrying this. Yeah. I'm carrying this. All right, that's a very interesting way to use it. I yeah, that works. Mm -hmm. So I teleport the rest of the way, and the other end of it will crash down onto the the floor. Maven, Maven, careful with that stuff. Come on. And then I'll run up and pick up the other end. Well, it's, it's over here now, isn't it? I look down at the chip wood and the, the gouges in, jo er, in Micah's floor. I very slowly creak open my door and peek my head out. Is everyone okay? Theodore's head peeks out from behind the bookcase that's balanced on top of the travel chest. Yeah, everything's good. Just need to get this through this door. Oh, I'll give it a, a good shove. A good hard shove with my... What is it? Hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Using... Using my callous hands. Yo, punch it like through, the <laughs> through the door. Shove it through the door. My talent, callous hands, whenever you make an athletics check to move something, you can add your talent die, so. Okay, okay. What do I add to that? Let me see, let me see. Athletics, where are you? As a 13. I succeed, if barely. Alright, I get my bookcase into the room with my chest, and I'll, uh, I appreciate the help, Maven. No, I'll, I'll lock the chest and start putting books up on the shelf. When he opens up the chest, I start poking around in the in the stuff that's in there. Um, gross to your hands, look. Not like super gross, but they haven't been like washed in a few days. My you can tell. But yeah, there's like dirt under the nail, and they're like they're kind of sticky. Um, you feel something just like you know, I, I I just push your hand away with the my mage hand. <laughs> Uh, maybe could you uh, not touch them? I don't want to get the pages dirty. Oh, are these like really old and delicate and stuff? Some are, and some are just new and clean. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think there's much harm in paper getting dirty. There is. I, I would just appreciate it if, if you do want to touch the books, you know, just to have clean hands. Doing so. I look down at my hands and I go and like scrub them on my pants. <laughs> Do not touch my books. And then I'll slam the chest shut. Alright, fine. Fine. But I'm holding I'm holding one book out that I pulled out of the chest and then I'll uh, I'll I'll sort of wait till Maven leaves the room. Yeah, I kind of put, put my hands on my hips, look around, make sure everything is in the room. All the heavy stuff has been pushed into the room, and I, I lean over and I give him a, a good pat-pat on the shoulder with my 
wet, sticky, slobber hand um, and leave the room. After she leaves, I'll walk out and I'll lock the door behind me and I'll go to the <clears> room. <throat> and I'll knock oh. the door. Oh, I, uh, the door, the door is ajar and I am no longer in my room. In effect, I am walking back up the stairs with two teacups in my hand towards Theodore. You see me with my back turned, like just peering into your room. Boo! I jump. I... 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 I'm sorry I didn't think that that would actually work, um, but I, I beat you to it today, and I, uh, give him one of the teacups. Oh, th- thank you. And it just sort of it levitates out of your hand and floats in the air next to me. I actually was just bringing you something, too. Oh, what is it? I hand you a book, and it is a, uh... On it is history, an abridged history of the world since the fall. I don't know what the technical term is for when everything went to shit, Thomas. I just muted myself. Um, I would sit. Uh, like, what was it that I used? I think I called it the chaos years. Um. And then when everyone began to come up from above ground, that time period was known as Genesis. A brief and abridged history of the world since the start of the chaos years. I just, uh, I figured, you know, take this to sort of get you up to speed on, you know, what's been happening. I guess uh, absolutely you really got this for me. The teacup just floats towards his mouth and just. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, uh, thank you, Theodore. Um, I'm afraid all I have for you is, uh, the tea at the moment. Um, it's, it's very good tea. I appreciate it. Oh, good, good. Um, but yes, thank you. I will. Um, now I have something uh, else to read. You ever want to read anything else? The library's right there. Just uh, you know, not in case Ernesto is doing research. Of course, of course. <clears throat> Where are you guys at right now? Upstairs. You're upstairs? Right, right outside my room. Oh, no. I put down my token, actually. Oh, there I am. As uh, you are there in the room, you will hear over in the direction of Micah's wing, you'll hear a door slam open as the great doors of the master bedroom fly outward and just a foot sticking out of it. And you hear, well, it sounds like a shout from that way. 
How am I supposed to know what name opened the line of credit? I'm telling you, it wasn't me. <laughs> Micah stumbles forward and uh, leaving, he seems to have a sending stone in one hand and a small bottle in the other hand. <sighs> Alf! Alf, where are you? <clears throat> On my way. <clears throat> no need to shout, sir. Micah. Oh. Uh, the Theodore, what can I help you with? Oh, uh... Good morning. Not, not, not much, but I just, just, uh... Good, good morning, uh, but a heads up. Um... What happened here? And as Alf's walking up the stairs, he sees. <laughs> uh, Maven was doing her best to help me move my stuff in, and uh, she, uh, we may have she may have not bought some stuff. Maven, Maven, where are you, Maven? <laughs> I come out the kitchen and look up at the staircase. I have a bowl in one hand and like a, a mug in the other. Um, what? Oh, is he up already? And I, I, my eyes look over at Micah. Oh, that's good. His food was getting cold. He just <laughs> looks at you and then looks at the den. No, no, no bother. Don't worry about it, Alf. I, I was planning on hiring some repairmen to come in and look at my parents' office. They could see to that while they're here you know uh, young ones but, nowadays you called sir yes i am having a it seems to have a disconnect with this fellow i have here on the sending stone you see i've been called to answer for a line of credit that was opened in a pub not far from here but i didn't open it and uh, he reaches out to hand Alf the Sending Stone. Never would I debase myself by patronizing a pub like Harry's Harry Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> they, they want the name of the account and when it was opened and simply information that I don't have access to. As and no questioning whether you're telling the truth. Well, <clears throat> there seems to just be a certain procedure that they are quite insistent on. He, uh, and well, he, oh. and Micah just kind of slumps against the railing and then tilts his head and pulls a little bit from the bottle. Can you please explain this to them? Alf takes the phone uh, very gingerly from you. Uh, taking off his gloves. <clears throat> now you listen here! <laughs> and uh, he begins to storm off. If you don't find a way to rectify this right now, you will have the wrath of Alf Godwin coming down and going to the bureau. You think you have problems now? I dare say. Don't you dare question the Lord's word. Where are you? <laughs> and he begins to storm out. Oh, goodness. 
in abject terror looking at the gouges that he's put in the wall now, then looking at Alf really popping off. I'm very slowly climbing the stairs, listening to Alf pop off. And we'll just slowly reach over. And I take the bottle out of Micah's hand and replace it with a bowl. And it's like, it's like oats. It's oatmeal that's got like a strawberry, just a, just a whole strawberry plopped in the middle. Oh, breakfast. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. And yep. uh, oh. <laughs> I take the bottle and I set it I on, a, on the decorative table somewhere in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And I take, I put my hands on Micah's shoulder and kind of guide him to a chair and sit him down with his food. Hmm. Well, I'm glad Alf is taking care of that. Yeah, you hear the likes of Ben to try and swindle six silver pieces from me. Yeah, as you, uh, as you, as he begins to go out, you hear, Oh, I can do that, can I? Well, why don't you go fall into pandemonium by the time I get down there? (laughs) He's just hobbling to look to a carriage and begins making his way off. Oh god, he's going down there. (laughs) He's driving down there. Oh, fuck. Well, looks like we're starting off the morning very, um, eventfully. (laughs) I simply can't stand being deceived, Micah says in between taking bites out of the oatmeal. (laughs) How does Micah look right now? How does he smell? Does he smell like alcohol? Yeah. Micah is, um... Okay, so... Theodore, Micah commissioned some clothes from your mama. Uh, How long, I don't know, DM, how long until I've gotten those back? Have I gotten them already? I was just Um, giving her, like, the family uniform, the black and gold Lockthwain attire, and having her size down, like, my father's stuff and my old stuff so that it, it would fit. I would say you would have gotten that back during uh, the week. In, in fact, I'll say that as Alf leaves, he finds a package for you and ends up uh, bringing it back in before he, he heads off. And okay. it's got your name attached to it. Got it. Um, well, Michael looks very not good. Like he's been on maybe a four-day bender. Um, and you can see that curiously, there are strands of hair that uh, seem to be intertwined with the clothing that he's wearing that aren't golden locks like his own. They're just, yeah, various different lengths and colors of hair that uh, are kind of stuck to his clothing around his head and such. But yeah, he has bags under his eyes um, and he is digging into the porridge intently. I, uh, I brain blast the so he's, uh, he's definitely been to Harry's, right? Oh, absolutely. Look at him. Yeah, he looks... hairy. Micah, are you, um... Are you doing okay? I've noticed I haven't seen you the past couple of evenings. Uh, me? I'm, I'm... I'm doing swell, and, uh... He reaches in with one hand into like a breast pocket 
and then not finding anything, he pulls away uh, his hand and says, Where'd that bottle go now? <laughs> I very, very carefully take a, like, half a step to stand in front of it where I've set it on the table, tied it. <laughs> Excuse me. I'll... I need to freshen up a bit, splash the face some. Uh, what time is it? Half past. It's about a quarter to. Oh. Why don't Why don't you finish your breakfast, dear, and then you can go freshen up, alright? I'll, I'll finish it in my room. Don't. I'm alright. And, uh, Micah kind of peels himself away from the banister that he was leaning on and then stumbles a little bit, almost dropping the soup or the porridge before correcting himself. Fine, fine. And uh, he sees the package on the ground and reaches down and scoops it up under one arm and uh, continues off in the direction of his room. Oh, Micah, did you get um, the flowers? For a moment, he um, furrows his brow and then says, Oh, oh, the flowers. Yes, uh, with the lovely message. Um, of course, yes. Um, good, good. I just wanted to make sure that no one else took them. No. Uh, yes, I, I believe I have them in my room. I asked Alf for a vase for them. Oh, Thank you. Of course. And uh, he seems to perk up a little bit, and Micah gives you a wide smile that has a little bit more life to it before he slides back into the room and uh, closes the doors behind him with a thud. I pick up the bottle that I hid behind my back and just very carefully lean over and just pour it into one of the dead pot plants that haven't been replaced yet. Yeah, you uh, you do that. Someone says hi, Thomas. Miss you, bro. Um. Yes. Uh, quick question, Theodore. Do are you or do you plan on sharing the notes or no? Because if not, we're about to flash forward a little bit. Sorry. You just asked me if I was sharing the notes? Yeah, uh, yes. if you do plan to, because if not, then we're just going to flash forward a little bit. Yes, the ruin notes, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much anything that he had uh, given to you on Let me, the stuff. I actually don't think I got a chance to read them over myself, so... Okay, that makes a little bit more sense, because I think yeah. that there's something you would have wanted to... Yeah, um, yeah, the past two weeks have just been... You're good, man, you're good. Super hectic. Um, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll read over it. I'll br- I will bring it up during the session to tell it. Yeah, you're good, you're good. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, um, you're all free to continue as you are. Otherwise, later tonight, the keynote performance is going to be playing. And... I think Micah got tickets, but I'm not sure about the rest of you. 
Up to you. I I would be. Okay. I will, I would get tickets. Shame, I'll get tickets. I get tickets. How much are tickets? Yeah, how much are tickets? Uh, three silver pieces. Oh, okay. Oh, hell yeah, brother! That's a steal right there. Pieces. I'm proud. Holy shit! I didn't realize I had money. Drop that. I got a couple gold coins. I didn't realize I was literally the poorest person to ever exist. You are broke. That's usually my characters. Oh. Yeah. I mean, is that like a is that like a reasonable price? No. Yeah. No. Absolutely. That makes sense. I thought I was stupid broke for some reason. Are you ready? I got sheet. three gold coins for you. Three silvers. Yeah, and then the day after this will be the innovation showcase. So, oh yeah. Somebody clipping their toenails. <laughs> You making some soup over there? Extra crunchy? Holy <laughs> shit! Exposed! Cut! Hold out! Cut! Oh 4K! God damn it! He just reached over and mute. It's not my toenails yet. It is currently my fingers. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll go to the kitchen and I start cleaning up since Alf has- he's on a mission right now. So I, uh, will clean up the kitchen and wait for- we'll kind of just hover around the living space until Micah comes back down. Okay. I, I will- I'll go out into the garden. As you got into the garden, Virian, you realize that Adele's made more than just a little progress. It looks very well nice. In fact, one might even say on its way to becoming a greenhouse. Take a you... sip. Just looking around, wide-eyed. If you if you look for her, you'll see her planting a very wiry looking tree in the far corners. And you have really outdone yourself. I'm used to planting stuff. Not most of this isn't to eat though, but it's kind of the same logic. Well the arrangement by you've planted everything and it's quite beautiful, Vitelli. Uh, thank you. It's, I think it looks rather nice, visually at least, if nothing else. And I just walk around and I sit on the edge of the fountain looking at Ideli lovingly as I finish my tea. Quick question, Ideli. Where would you have planted that specific sapling. 
Um, like where the fountain is out there, like towards to the right of it. Okay. Okay. It's just chilling in the plot all by itself. Gotcha, gotcha. I just wanted to know so I could keep a mental note. But yeah. Adele um, will eventually, after a while, mosey over and sit with you after she finished planting the tree. I just I just sit with her taking in everything that she's done back here. I reminisce a little bit. You're really I know you like the watcher and everything. But I was just I got I got a I got a slight morality question for you. Um all right, um ask away. Where where's your kinda line, would you say, if you had one where you can't come back from it at least? Um can Could you give me just a bit more context, sweetheart? Not that anybody's out here murdering children, but let's say as an example. Yeah, you know, just an example. As an example, that's where we're starting from. But let's say they want to come back from it, you know? No more, no more child murders. No more of that. If we're if we're backpedaling, if we're backpedaling, where can we go? Um, how much can we redeem? I guess, like on on the scale of that to like petty theft, where where is the limit? So, are you? Okay, so just to be clear, are, are you asking me how far an individual can go before um, they are too far gone for redemption? Is that the question you are trying to ask me? Yeah, like where where's your cent where's the center? Where's the sweet spot I get? Like, I don't think anybody can get the child murder, but is it like, where is the line? Because, I mean, somebody might accidentally smother a child, like... Hmm. Um, well, it's, uh, you know, it's a bit of a... Uh... That is a tricky one to answer. I would say 
that. Um, well, let me let me put it this way: How far would you let someone go before you couldn't forgive them? Um, well, I. Wow. Wow. Really are asking interesting questions this morning. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, forgiveness is a very tricky thing and it is something that, you know, I have learned over the years as time has gone on. Um, I would say for, for every person, it starts with, um, starts with the question of are they actually willing to change are they willing to repent do they actually feel remorse and regret for the acts that they have committed um and also the reasoning behind uh the act because of course if they were if they committed something under the control, of course, that then that is not uh, the actions of that person, it is the actions of the controller, but if... I suppose it is all intention. Um, yes, if that, I'm very glad that you made a point to say that Nobody was out murdering children that you knew of. Um, no, no, I I don't know anybody doing it. It just felt like an extreme, you know, trying trying tr trying to set an extreme and a minimum, kind of to bounce off of here. Yes, I would say it's very hard to place an an individual in the category of evil or good, but, um, you know, if, if someone, oh goodness, if someone murders children, like I said, it is all about intention, I suppose. Um, I, and if, I, I don't really know how to answer your question, I'm afraid, because I don't know where this is leading to. For you, personally. Okay. The dollar closer. Say, because you've had very, very close friends. I, I presume you've, you've been alive for a very long time. Just, if they committed, not necessarily atrocities, but if they, if they came to you for forgiveness, how much would you be willing to forgive? Like, where, where's your line? Um...
Well. <clears throat> I mean, committing um, acts of destruction and violence, no matter how, no matter how big or small, um, it it would hurt me deeply. But I would, I would make an attempt to. Um, forgive the individual um, the relationship between me and the individual may not be the same afterwards and I might not be able to view them the same but uh, to me ver forgiveness is important um, so I, I would make that effort I, I will say, like like was mentioned, I don't know anybody planning any child murders or anything, but hmm, I I don't know. I, I I find myself in a in a situation where I must decide how far I will forgive. And you seem, at least from how much I know you, you you seem to have a good a good standing, at least at least morally on what should what should be accepted, I suppose. I'm just trying to figure out where I want to stand. Mm. I see. I think it all depends on first understanding, you know, where where it all comes from, depending on um, the act that uh, this um, hypothetical person committed. I think it is important to understand where it comes from because a lot of um, a lot of destruction and uh, bestowing hurt upon others usually comes from hurt within I've, I've found that okay but what do I, I know I am you know who knows? I'm I'm not uh, I'm, I'm not really a good uh, explainer of things. So hopefully, I, I I just do my best to not hold um, grudges against certain people. Uh, I, I try not to hold on to anger and such. Um, That's reasonable. That that makes sense. Just just out of in all your forgiveness and whatnot, how much how much would it take before you not necessarily betray them, 
but I don't know if you can answer, to be honest, because I don't know myself. But is there just is there just a line when they just couldn't they couldn't be they couldn't be a friend anymore, I guess. Well, if they did something to someone that I loved or cared for, um, it would be very hard to be around them. Or if they had um, done something to a larger population, I mean, it. Uh, I guess for me, it mostly depends on, you know, I, I have to keep those around me protected. So those who affect that, you know, it, um, yeah. It's, uh... So I feel, I feel like I'm talking in circles, but it, it's all very, it's all very hard. I'm honestly still trying to figure everything out after all of these new things have come to light. That's fair. I imagine the brain fog can kind of creep in. I, I will leave that there. And I will, I will think, I will think on it some more on my own. Fucking. All right. Um, if you need to talk about anything else, I'm open to listening. I don't know how much uh, good advice I can give, but I can absolutely listen. Is everything all right, Adeli? Is this decision that you have to be making is the same? Is the same new decision that has uh, come about? It's pretty new. It's 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 very current. It wasn't. I didn't have to make it before, but I kind of have to consider it now. Not in not in a large way, I suppose. I I kind of presented it as a very large issue. But it's more just, I guess, more of just a decision to make and keep. Yeah. I don't know. But I will, I will, I will figure out. I will figure out where to put things. Yeah, I, I but should I? I if I need more help, I will ask. Yes, I suppose what what is most important in making the decision is what what do you feel is best for you? What will make you feel better, Hideli? That is a good option. I I don't know if I have deeper. I don't know. There's. Mm. I will. I will have to. I will have to make some deeper feelings to feel on the situation, and I so that I may decide. But I will keep you informed either way. 
course. Adali will just reach behind where we're sitting. Just prune off a tulip and hand it to you. Oh. Thank you. Thank you for your help. I... I will have to... I will have to think on your words. <laughs> and the Delhi will continue to pitter around the garden. I just sort of sit there with the prune in my hand, just like... Kind of <laughs> looking around. I'll just sit there thinking. With that, I believe the only other thing is that Maven is waiting for Micah, and then after that, we will go to the theater. I'm cleaning in the kitchen, waiting for him to bring his bowl down. Yeah, after some time, Alf eventually makes his way back, putting up his hat <coughs> and coat and begins to uh, go over with a bucket of what appears to be some type of goo and begins uh, tending to the wall. Stuff from Theodore. His head snaps towards you. Good to know. Continues his work. Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> and what about it? Theodore. We're still upstairs, aren't we? It's up to all of you. Yep. I am in the kitchen. Micah is in his room. Virian is in the garden with a deli. I don't know where Amram is. He just kind of floats around. Yeah, I'll go back. I'll vibe with you. You're with me in the kitchen? I'm handing you bowls and like plates and stuff. And I give you a dish rag and you're just on drying duty. You're muted. Eventually, Michael will come down from uh, the room, and you'll see him kind of... What time is it now? It's been like a couple hours when Micah comes down. It's been oh. a couple hours, so it's, it's like around yeah. noon, maybe one. Okay. Yeah. So I've cleaned the coal kitchen. He looks a lot better than he did before. Like he's had a bath and uh, he's a little bit fresher, a little bit more awake, 
less drunk. And uh, he descends the staircase uh, to, with the, the bowl in hand, and uh, he brings it over to you, uh, Maven. I'll hold the hand out for it. One hand on the hip, waiting for the bowl. That was uh, quite excellent, Maven. What did you use to make it? Ground oats and strawberry. Oh, and like milk. Like Have you never had oats before? No. Well, you know, they're quite good for you. Um, good for keeping the digestive tract regular. And also, probably feels a lot better on your stomach than, you know, the gallon of booze you bring home in it every night. Um, and I take the bowl and I turn to the sink and fill it with water to let it soak. Are you feeling all right? Hmm. Yes, I am feeling quite well now. Uh, and he reaches up and uh, scratches at his side of his neck a little bit, and his hand comes away, and he sees that there's a strand of hair in between his fingers that's not his own, and I very quickly flicks it away into a trash can. He says, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing quite all right. What of everyone else? How are they getting along?" Everyone's doing great. Adele's making really good progress on your garden. Um, Theodore's setting up his own little office corner. Uh, but I wasn't, you know, really talking about, you know, like physically, like, or your uh, current or previous hangover. Um, everything going all right up here? And I tap on my temple. Hmm. Well, uh, of, of course. The. I just. Well, the order hasn't reached out to me in a little while, and. Micah leans up against the table and says, Well, they've gotten Therian to join them, so I'm mm. wondering if maybe. Well, they don't need me much anymore. I mean, she has that old ancient god thing going for her. Ah, so you're worried you've been replaced and you're drinking yourself to death over it? Yes, yes, that's exactly it. Hmm. Well, glad I understand, you know, the whole picture now. <clears throat> yes. But maybe, you know... You should cut back on it just a little bit. Um, mm. You wouldn't want to worry Alf, would you? Uh. And believe me, as your servant, grandfather figure, old man, um, he will start to worry the more and more you come home smelling like that. Uh. Oh. It's nothing he isn't used to, or was at least. Why do you say that? I, Lots not, of drinkers in the family. Uh, not really, but I, I, I take your meaning. I'll 
try not to stay out so late. Uh, just you know, keep Karen... the thing about Furion maybe between us. Oh yeah, of course, I'm great with secrets. But you know, carrying you up the stairs every night has made for quietly the arm and back workout. So um, it's not all bad. Mega cocks an eyebrow at you and says, "I, I thought that was Elf." Well, sometimes, but most of the time, he's already gone off to bed. Um, I'm a bit of a night owl, and I only need to sleep for four hours at a time, so... Oh, well, thank you. I did not mean to put you through something like that. I'll, uh, I'll do better. It wasn't really much of a bother, it's just... You will, in fact, drink yourself into an early grave if you're not careful. So I have been told. And... If need be, you are welcome to... spill your metaphorical guts to me instead of literally after a night out. If that will keep you from it. Hmm. I, uh, perhaps sometime, but. My couch is always open. Thank you much. And with that, Micah kind of gives you a bow and then abashedly kind of scampers from the room. I wipe out the inside of the bowl and put it in the cupboard. Unless there is anything else, uh, we will do a skip. Skip. Skip! Fast travel! So, after a day of all of you reconvening and after a week of downtime relaxing a little bit, it is finally time for the theater. Uh, Alf is also super excited. Uh, He wants to come with all of you, that is okay and I'm trying to figure out how to stop this and said you're not allowed oh, I know what I'm doing, my bad there we go yeah the two moons Luna and Sol once again rise as the winds pick up for a very warm breeze. It's a lively night. All the lanterns are lit. And as usual, with the mix of the Aether Anomaly in the sky and everyone's inventions and everything else within the city of Fairleth, looks beautiful. Begin walking and walking. And eventually you get to this grand theater. Uh, the outside seeming to be made of both marble and stone. <clears throat> you see a bunch of different tapestries and banners uh, decorating the sides of this center. And as you all begin to go and there's a grandeur that accompanies the atmosphere. Artists from all walks of life are here. 
most of the walls are made of stone. Uh, and, and so the oh, more open sections by the edge of the walls, you see that this is where what you could call graffiti is showcased. This, the floor is also marble with other parts of it being stone or uh, wood. And the seats are made of a very, very nice grand oak wood imported from Shurima. Above is a skylight dome where you can see beautiful stars and the illuminated streams of aether wisping through the sky. <clears throat> uh, and you notice that's not just glass. It seems to be some type of maybe a translucent, translucent uh, aether dome. And there are various wards circling around it for protection. And the aroma that's going by all of you is a mix of roses and raspberries. Hushed voices come from patrons, observers, and others working on uh, paintings and drawings, while others work on more literary work, such as practicing or practicing their vocals, trying to get a scene together for improv, or maybe it's going to be part of a play that's going to be coming up. And further towards the center, front of the area lies a raised platform acting as a stage. Purple and red curtains with depictions of dragons and various other masks are there. Here, acting troops begin to rehearse, while at other times, vocalists and musicians are practicing unique renditions of songs or maybe some of their own, ones of their own personal design. And let me go ahead and get the music in here for the beginning. Control C. There we go. It's a mixture of contemporary works and ones that are more, that have a little bit more, more vocals to it. But anyway, in another section, uh, more towards the East Wing, is more of like a history of the theater. It has magical moving portraits that line the hall with some of the most notable performers, founding members, and other inspirations that made the keynote theater what it is today. And for those seeking more than a blurb, a sample audio comes with it. There are two small gemstones that you can put into your ear. Uh, that was actually none other developed by the missing and action master smith and artificer himself, Desmond. Uh, mixture of magic involving crystals, runes, and uh, the spell magic mouth. And it's just bustling. People are moving in and out. Uh, and for the main stage, there's a balcony. And at the highest level of the balcony, it's actually not for the guild masters or anyone like that. It's actually for the parents of the people that will be performing. So they have the best seat in the house for their loved ones. And with that, I will go ahead and switch the map. Uh, but, yeah. Um, if you want to interact with any of the artists or anything like that, or just peruse what's going on, you may. Um, otherwise, it's about 30 minutes until the main performances start. Uh, most of the time on the weekends, they come together for these grand performances, but otherwise it's open during the rest of the week for just people to come in and share what they know. So, very collaborative space.
to see that map. One second. Where are seats? How good are our seats? You get to choose. And if you can't find any, feel free to interact with people and ask them to move or relocate. This is a big theater. Uh, this is just part of the theater. This is a big part of the theater. Alright. For the rest of it, use your imagination. Okay. <laughs> Michael will just be kind of milling about. Uh, he is wearing the black and gold Lockswain regalia that... Mrs. Whitaker has repaired for him, and he cuts a pretty striking figure in it, even though he is a little bit unbalanced given his slightly tipsy state. They serving food and drinks here? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They There's got some the- concession stands before you walk in. Um, but regardless, you still smell the same aroma of raspberries and roses. We got some, some candy. <laughs> I don't know what kind of candy they got, but I'm gonna get some candy. <laughs> sure, you can get some assorted candies. You can get you can get a thing of nachos for like <laughs> silver piece. I want a container of hard candies, like the kind that you can't chew through. You gotta suck on them for a good while. Of having teeth. I get a thing of nachos. Alright, you do that. Tastes pretty good. And uh, as you're moving around perusing, you, you hear a couple of hush whispers. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you hear about the girl that's performing tonight? Here, she's a prodigy. Yeah, no, 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 no. She's she's done this plenty of times. This isn't her first time. But she's she's something, man. I mean, a complete just. It's like you're living in her music. It's just fantastic. How much longer is it until the show starts? They'll wait until everyone has been seated. Probably, uh, perhaps another ten minutes or so. Time to mill about. Maybe get a pretzel if you so wish. But, uh, and he gestures towards the people kind of slowly beginning to make their way towards seats and filling the audience. It shouldn't be long now, though. Quick question for both Amaram and Micah. How are you? I had to for a second. How are you two dressed? Like I said, Micah is in the Lockthwain family's formal okay. regalia. Gotcha. So gotcha. Just like a jet black suit with gold trim. Okay. But none of you are like concealing any part of your faces. Like you're looking fashionable, but how you would normally present yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Amor, have you been to the Kino Theater before? Or this is your first time. 
Like, have you ever gone with friends or anything like that? Have you ever done poetry or improv or anything like that? I feel like Amram would do stand-up. I feel like he would, <laughs> but I don't want to force that on his character. Yeah, no, it's the first time I've been here. Alright. Uh, however, with that being said, while the rest of you may not be recognized, Micah, you are, and you could probably call them more so to acquaintances. Um, when you were with her, these were closer friends of yours until everything that happened. And uh, they kind of do a double take real quick as Alf walks past and goes to talk to another older gentleman who they actually go up and give each other a hug and they seem really excited to see each other. And he looks at you. Oh, by the dead, is that none other than young Lockwain? We haven't seen you in a minute, lad. How have you been? And uh, there is a person with a prosthetic arm who walks up to you. A violin on his back. He's got a green cloak and he's an elf. And then there is a dwarf who is talking to a younger female halfling and they begin making their way. Oh my my gosh, Lee him. I never thought I'd see him again. Where have you been? Scampering off like the way you did. We thought you were dead. Oh, well, uh... Micah steps forward and, uh, kind of awkwardly shakes a hand and says, Um, well, part of the training that I went through in the Order, well, required a sort of mm, pilgrimage. Very hush-hush, you know how they are. Uh, We said goodbye. We used to do all types of skits together. Are these your friends? You know, (laughs) you should have thought. Once, he had to play. Ah, what was his name? Ah, oh, that's right, you were in the play, and you played Elleray Centabaro. Uh, you should have saw the way he used to spin. You were a theater kid? Well, I was also a theater, well, adult, and am. Ah, you were a kid. We were all kids. Well, uh, I'm a bard. It kind of goes hand in hand, Amaran. I suppose. I didn't know that you performed, so... In places like this, are you known? Uh, once. It has been a long time. Like I said, away on pilgrimage and such. Um, but... It would perhaps be nice to get back onto the stage once in a while. I'm still yes. gathering my bearings. What, uh, what sort of place are you in when you're playing as Elway, Sintabara? Like historical dramas or something? Hmm. Oh, more along the lines of tragic comedies. Elray was, of course, known for his quick wit and sad, tragic fall from grace. After his disappearance, Indeed. I remember spinning one day so much in practice, I felt like I had a headache for two whole days. How he did it, I'll never know. It's Some a shame. Strange what, uh, magics. He ended up doing with that poor bird girl, though. Led her into a life of crime. It's a shame, truly.
As I said, a tragic comedy it were. Yes. But anyway, enough of me. How have you all been? Uh... Oh, we've been good, Micah darling. It's a, so fantastic to see you here again. Are you performing tonight? Uh, no, not tonight. It's, in fact, the first time I've been back here to the keynote since I returned from my journey. Um, well, there will be an opportunity for improv skits if you're interested. It would be so good to have you on stage again. Have you swung by to talk to... Uh, like, uh, again, um, kind of awkwardly, uh, looks around and he says, Uh, whatever do you mean? Nothing. Just curious is all. But I better go up and practice. And real quick, Micah, could you remind me of her name? I actually forget and I can't find it in the document. Did they say her name? Elias I... Morrison? Thank you. God damn it. That is a person. <laughs> Elias... <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nice one! That's not the one you used, is it? It is. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were just messing with me. Wait, All right. Name? Uh, her name is Elias Morstone. Morstone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yes, I have to go and practice with Elias. Be sure to send out a flower or something. After oh. all, it's the least you can do, leaving her heartbroken as you did. And the other two get like a very awkward look as he then kind of gives like a sneer and uh, just flips his hair and begins to walk away, violin in hand. And the other two just kind of rub their neck. <clears throat> it was um, good seeing the lad. And they begin to all kind of disperse. We should probably find our seats. I imagine it'll be starting soon. Are there seats that are better than others? I've never been in a theater before. Like, uh, which ones are the best? These ones are wonderful. And, uh, Micah takes you over to a kind of cubby that's tucked away in a large crowd of people. Um, they're most definitely not the best seats. But... It's very crowded here, so uh, you wouldn't be especially noticeable. These right. ones are spectacular. Are sure they're a little bit um, crowded? Oh, trust me. They're crowded because, well, the layout of the keynote, the acoustics, of course, uh, refracting, is that the Reflecting, uh, thanks God, reverberating <laughs> off of the walls. This sounds like shit, right? Like... Do you know how acoustics work? I'm in brick school, so... <laughs> <laughs> brick school? 
I'm learning minoring in acoustics. He's minoring in acoustics. That's yeah. literally architecture. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's like anti-architecture. You don't build anything when you make a sound stage. You just dig things away. <laughs> there is truly no architectural talents to building a theater. Yeah, it's anti-architecture. Yeah. Why do you think it's so crowded? Everyone wants to have the full effect of the music. This is well, it positive. They don't charge more for better seats. Uh, yes, they must. Uh, they must be. Yes, very strange. <laughs> well, I assume we couldn't get up there, and I'll point up to the box. That's like the we could probably thing. climb up there. I think we could reach it. I don't think that. No, no, that's not what I meant. Are you talking I about meant, here? Like, our tickets couldn't get us up there. Well, why would we want to be up here? No, I. Oh yeah, these here. are stairs, by the way. You don't have to climb. I meant this. Okay, oh, these people sure. are. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, those are the presumably for the family members of the people that are performing. You actually see her parents up there, Micah. Uh. The box is actually for family, close friends of individuals who are performing. Uh, I might be able to get you all seats up there if, well, you or I decide to perform. Yeah, yeah, too. Any seats where, you know, we can see the stage good enough for me? Yes. Excuse me, and Michael began kind of shoving past people to get into the densely crowded portion of the theater. All righty. Yeah, you you do that. Hey, careful now. There's room enough for well, eh, just not so tough, buddy. Kind of steps out of your way. <coughs> you uh. A thousand pardons. Excuse us. And, uh, make good sit down next to him. Bella will follow behind Maven. I will sit next to Billy. I'll sit next to Theodore. I want to sit behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Alrighty. But yeah, after some time, everyone begins to quiet down, and the curtains begin to unveil, and it's really nice. There are a lot of comedic skits that happen. Um, uh, tidbits of acting from events of past, and some of more recent time. Uh, there's an interesting one about the Order, in fact, and it's just a group of people trying to go to school, and they're like, no, 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 you can't do that. It's too dangerous. Instead, <laughs> you should do this and learn this way. Um, there's another one about the Firebrand 6, which is the tragic comedy you used to do. Um... And then there are just a few of improv. There's like one about like this uh, elderly drunkard and uh, some kid who swindles him. 
uh, day in and day out, and he just thinks he has Alzheimer's or something like that. Um. Yeah. Uh, and you eventually get to the last bit, and everything goes so quiet you can hear a pin drop. And you see uh, a. Are you gonna hear a pin drop? Then you can hear Micah next to you unscrewing a flask. Oh. <laughs> it's funny you say that, because <laughs> I just got a message. Um. Uh, as you try to. I'll let you describe it, Maven. <laughs> Uh, as you lean down to take a nip of whatever you have, uh, Maven's fingers are suddenly in your mouth as I shove a hard candy into your mouth. Did you wash your hands? It tastes like soot. I did. And I give him, I, I, I hold his mouth shut and pat him on the cheek. It's like licorice flavored. Oh. It's like cherry licorice. I'm gonna lean down to the side and reach my hand out toward Maven. I take the, the, the little cellophane baggie and shake her out of you. Thank you. Please do just lean across me. Yeah, well, I, I like lean forward so that I don't like cut right across you guys. There's still some open space, but yeah, I'm reaching. I'll need to reach behind if I have to. It is. It's, at this point, I see Micah lift his bottle again. I just shake candy bag. Yeah, as I pull my hand back, I just uh, lean back, look at the door. Do you want one? You see, uh, you just hear a loud crunching sound, and you see it in the like just this nacho cheese running down. <laughs> Everybody looks at your group, the menaces to society, and they're just like, come on. <laughs> like, they're not like like super mad, but it's just like, bro, this is like the performance. There's a floating sitting in the air while they're staring at One of the black licorice flavored candies in my mouth, and I chomp down on it real hard so that it cracks and crunches. And I chew it up so that my teeth start sticking together. I'm gonna look at the guy beside me and just shake my head and gesture towards the people in front of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, man, I'm I'm sorry, but you gotta be nice. It's a show. <sighs> sorry. <laughs> oh no, I was shushing the guy who I shook my head to. <laughs> He started fucking talking. What the fuck? Yeah, Micah turns back and looks at you. Could you be a little bit quieter, please? What? I'm gonna move over to the other person beside me instead. I'm gonna give a gap now. Whoever that first guy was, I'm moving. <laughs> he just looks around bewildered. <laughs> Menaces to society. <gasps> I'm gonna be real with you. You have that, you're gonna get kicked out. 
So I will say that you probably did not bring it. I brought it. You brought a book bag in here? No, he's talking about the thing that curses at people. He just carries it on his person? Yeah, it's in my satchel. Bro! Carrying a satchel in here? I always carry a satchel. Alright, yeah. As they're about to get ready from the stage, what does it say, Ricky? And can everybody hear it or just one person? Uh, it's so it, when people aren't looking, they don't curse. So, the when entire every, time. When everybody looks to the stage, it will, it will whisper a curse. And as soon as people look, it is silent. So we're in a crowd of people, so I don't know, I don't know what's coming from. Well, I got a question. For the person in front of you, Ricky, what does it say? Mom. <laughs> no! As soon as he says that, or it says that, uh, the person in front of you turns around, uh, raises a fist. Fuck you, say? He sees me with a mouthful of nachos. Hmm? You, got, you got a problem, buddy? He glares at you. And he says, Fuck your mom. Turns back around. Shit, man. I hold out the tray of nachos to a deli. A deli, a deli, just. I psychically say. You just hear back, yes. This is like, yes. So you see her paw just scoop. That's a handful. Cheese gushing through the fingers. <laughs> I, look, I look at my 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 nacho cheese that now has a cat hair. You just hear you the crunch, the crunch. Very quietly back in your head, you say thank you. Having this entire debacle occur. Micah begrudgingly screws back up the flask and tucks it in his waist pocket and very petulantly slouches down in the chair. Without saying anything, I kind of hold out my, my closed hand to Micah across the way without, without looking at him and wait for him to open his hand. Is it a bug? No. Michael will hold out a hand. I drop three of the hard candies into into the sand. Hmm. None of which are licorice flavored. There's like a green one, a yellow one, and then like a white one. And Michael will uh, pop two of the Skittles into his mouth and just uh, sit there waiting for the performance to start. Okay, yeah. Um, and as that happens, give me one moment. Okay. Uh, flames come from the dragon's mouth with a and the curtains draw back. You see petals falling down from somewhere in the theater. Maybe it's an illusion, maybe it's some type of effect where they are just people up 
up at the top, casting them down. And then there's a swirl, almost like a vortex of leaf petals, as suddenly there is a lotus flower that slowly begins to bloom. And from it steps the half-elf in the green cloak with the violin. And the other is Elias uh, Morriston. And they begin playing. Their first performance is the haunting rendition of Lady Thornwood's Roses for the Lost. And the second one that that they do is Summer at Everwick. And as the music begins to play, you all can't quite put your finger on it. But especially as she plays, there's something that almost awakens inside of you. And you can't help but just feel a swirl of emotions through the highs and lows as she plays this, and it just feels so genuine. And at the very end, all is quiet before everyone just stands up in their seat and begins applauding as loud as they can. And you see the parents in the stands just shouting and hollering, just very excited and very happy, very pleased. I get up too. Yeah. Crying. And as that begins to happen, uh, everyone's shouting, Encore! Encore! One more! One more! And as she has this ginormous smile on her on her face and she gives these bows, on her third bow, her gaze catches yours, Micah. And she looks like a deer in headlights. Like the smile just kind of slowly goes away to just a non-vibrant expression and she just stares. Megan narrows his eyes a little bit as he kind of snaps away from a reverie as if realizing where he is for the first time and shakes a little bit and uh, then kind of shuffles uncomfortably and uh, says, he leans over to Maven and says, You know, Sometimes it's wise to leave before the encore so that we can beat out the crowd. Otherwise, we might get stuck in here. You don't like crowds, theater boy? I don't mind crowds, but I would prefer to be performing a generous distance away from them rather than in the press of individuals trying to flee from a theater. And as you're talking, Micah, and she shakes her head after the half-elf kind of puts down her shoulder and whispers something in her ear. She she shakes her head, and they begin to get ready to play again. And they get about three notes off before suddenly two big men of the Goliath type come from, one from the right side, one from the left side, just carelessly push through the crowd uh, and they both have uh, cloaks. You're not quite sure what's what's in them. And they're by the two uh, entrances that lead up to the stage, and they begin blocking it, and everyone kind of whispers, oh, oh is, this, is this part of the, the play? I haven't seen this before. This is new. And suddenly, 
<clears throat> there's a older gentleman, very rough looking, very disheveled, very long grayish beard and oily black hair, uh, slightly bleary eyed with uh, a flask in one hand and a cane in the other, uh, comes up onto the stage, uh, a flask spilling out from his side and sp- spills onto the ground. <clears throat> he almost stumbles into uh, Miss Morrison and well, well, well. <clears throat> what do we have here? Another bunch of wannabe practitioners half-assed in the art. It's like nobody knows how to play anymore, am I right? And nobody laughs. In fact, you just hear more hushed, hushed whispers. Uh, the stage. <laughs> it was said that. <laughs> Where is he standing at on the map, Thomas? Yeah, so I'm about to bring in some tokens. Give me one. Where are we, by the way? Because we never put ourselves in our seats. Where are we sitting, y'all? You should have. I'm assuming you're probably in this Ooh. section. Yeah, you're you're in front of me. So wherever you are, I am behind you. Let me see here. You have no respect for the foundation that silence lays for creativity. Yeah. Does Micah recognize this individual in any way? Yeah. Um, you know that. No, this not you, Echo. You know that this person. This isn't the first time something like this has happened. Uh, but not something to this caliber, especially with uh, what appear to be almost like two hierarchies trying to make sure that people can't throw him off this time. Uh, his name's Abraham Longbottom. Uh, he was once a very well-respected performer, did a lot of comedic skits, but then uh, he lost his family due to an Azerathian phasin. And ever since then, he took to the drink and uh, has been... Not the same. You all. I need to find the fucking tokens. Where are they? What did he lose his family to? Uh, An Azerathian Faison. Yeah, so literally, uh, you could assume they probably just died from something phasing him. So that happened this this time? Like, recently? Yeah. I mean, a while ago, he's old, but yeah. Blew up his fucking grandma. What's wrong with you? That's what we did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'll put one here and then I'll put the other guy here. It just took me a second to find them. Alright, and then. Where is he? Oh, wait, here we go. Those are better. There we go. Not so big, though. Thomas Veranda can't move her tokens. Wait, what? Triumph, you can't move it? Like at all? Me? No, Veranda. Are you on the mouse? Yeah, like, I, I put it down. I Let me put more down, but I can't move it on the screen. But I do not. Oh, shit, they got thugs in with them? <laughs> they have uh, some individuals of the Goliath persuasion. Yes. Oh, I thought they were t- 
10 feet by 10 feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. And uh, screw it. I'll just... They eat their greens. I'll do this for them, because I don't have like actual token for them, so that's what it'll be for now. Man, you had two weeks. There we go. Okay. <laughs> don't go after them like that. Come on. And... Yeah, there's a uh, person keeping them from moving past. There we go. All right. Yeah, and you hear, boo, get off the stage. Sick and tired of you. And he kind of snaps his fingers and there's an audible boom. Uh, Presumably he had cast a spell. And... Terrorist attack. Oh, no. It's ca- it, before, before you continue, Thomas, mm-hmm. I think ca- casting spells in public is like a no-no, right? I mean, not all spells. Yeah, no, I know. But like, it's like a ooh, like, yeah, kind of thing. Okay. It'll draw attention. Yes. And uh, after like that thunderous boom, everybody falls silent. Uh, he seems to project this, his voice and says, that goes, Quiet! And there's there's this more whispered murmuring. I lean over to Micah and whisper, do you still want to leave early? Micah is now leaning forward a little bit more uh, anxious, and he says, "Uh, not quite. I doubt Master Longbottom do anything dangerous, but I'd like to stay here just in case. It's probably just making a scene. Mm. Cross my arms, lean back in my chair. Let him tell his jokes or whatever he has planned and get off stage. Just our luck, though, that he'd pull this on the one night that we decide to come to the theater. Uh, you can do that, uh, Amaram. Are, are you just doing it openly? Because, like, you're going to be doing that in front of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Okay, you... I'll hear... reach down for popcorn and come up as someone else. Okay, but aren't you, like, transforming your entire body? Oh, yeah, the whole thing. Okay. My face, my whole face, all my skin, whatever it is. Oops, I dropped a spoon under here. Yeah. <laughs> Crawls so, under the fucking table. Yeah. Uh, the people uh, around you give uh, a bit of a... I mean, there's a guy casting spells in the front. I don't see why people would be looking at me dropping a spoon. <laughs> I mean, it's not even that. I mean, there are still people behind you. It's not like they're not going to yeah. notice. Yeah, it's not about them noticing. What Give me a stealth check. About it. Give me a stealth check. There's only people on the balcony. Please forgive my cat. 22. 22? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you get it off, and no one is the wiser. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, uh, this is where we will take our uh, 10-minute break.
Oh shit, no. Wait. I got messages. Some people want to break even though we only have like an hour left. Terrorist attack. That's fine. Yeah, we- fuck you, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't say names. Yeah, fuck you, Thomas. I've got important shit I have to do. Come on, Bubba. I have to get paperwork sent up here. Oh wait. Uh, uh see you, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the ad? Okay. Yeah. Uh, So we get back to this scene that has been set. Everyone is talking amongst themselves, and uh, he looks out into the audience. Sour look on his face. You're all hacks. A lot of you. <clears throat> Real talent's gone. It's all some type of sick joke to you, isn't it? Takes another. <sighs> Going on to showcase remembrances of the fallen and the forgotten. I think it's funny to to put on shows of death, of people that were manipulated. And killed, but half of you haven't even lost a loved one. <coughs> ah, it's fucking pathetic. Where are the ushers at? Micah is going to start looking around to see if there's anybody who's heading towards the stage. No, actually, there's not. Hmm. I reach Ram up to as I'm looking around. Reach into my sleeve and I will pull out my sling. Just kind of hold it in my lap. Uh, you don't see Amaran, by the way. <gasps> yeah, he's just. Uh, I, 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 you assume whatever you want to assume, but you don't see him behind you. All right. Micah, looking back, is going to reach out and kind of shrug um, Maven's shoulder and whisper, Where's Amaran? And as she turns to look, he just is going to quickly take a drink and then tuck it away. <laughs> I stare for a quick second. I don't know where he went. Um, bathroom, maybe? Oh. Yes, maybe. <clears throat> uh. Uh, you see a tomato go through the air. And splat. <clears throat> and uh, he lifts up a hand and then <sighs> slings it back into the crowd. There's a very angry shout. <clears throat> uh, in and my then... lap, very quietly, I will just load one of the hard candies into my sling. <laughs> I imagine they're like, I don't know, like that size. They're like like a lozenge type thing. Well, it's no rock, but... If that sure. thing hits you, with <laughs> it's going to sting at the very least. That is fair. <laughs> that is fair. Maybe I'm not aiming to maim. Maybe I just want to make him mad. Very is fair. Sending a message. <laughs> about sending a message. Is Elias still on the stage? Elias has drifted behind... 
um, to her companion, who seems to be doing something with his cloak as he uh, takes a part of the violin as either guy is just kind of like half watching them, half watching the crowd. And it seems he seems to be uh, messing with some sort of contraption on it. And uh, the guy hasn't seemed to notice it quite yet. He's using Elias's body to kind of keep part of his out of sight. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast. Uh, where, where is she? Where is she? Is she right there in the? Yeah. In the center. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then. she's like right here. Eh, wait, let me. Let me. Yeah, that'll definitely reach. Um, I am gonna cast uh, I'm gonna cast message on her. I'll just as I'm sitting down, point my finger towards her. Um, and she's just gonna hear. Um, I can see you. Is there a way for you to get out safely? You're saying this in her head? Yeah. Uh, she looks frazzled for a moment, uh, a voice invading her mind. Who? Who's that? <laughs> I am here to help you out if need be. I'm in the crowd around the center. Um, getting away is not the problem. I'm a little bit more pissed than anything that this man has interrupted my performance for the fifth time. So you are not in danger. That's my concern. Oh, you better keep me from getting to him. I see. Alright, good. Good. That's it. That's all I say. <laughs> and as you get done with that, uh, you see him. Oh, I have these people mixed up. There we go. You see her uh, suddenly call out to this man here, and her boot flies. The uh, you. <laughs> Flies right between his legs, and he immediately lets out a scream of pain as he falls to his knees. And uh, waving, the, almost tossing the cloak aside, you now see that the violin has been fitted to the man's prosthetic arm as a type of makeshift club. And uh, rearing it like a baseball bat with a solid... Oh, right across the head, uh, this man goes down, and he is out for the count. Uh, Mr. Longbottom? Uh, no. The the uh, hireling that was meant to keep them from leaving. Yeah. And uh, in that same motion, alright, get the fuck off of the stage if I have to tell you again. I've been, we've been nice trying to tolerate you. I'm sorry what happened to your family, but and as they begin to make their way, um, he takes a very long drink from his flask before 
uh, a flame is produced from his hand. And... Pff, ah! And uh, it seems as if they are caught in the blaze. And I'm going to and... I want to yeah. flick my hot candy at and him. And they stumble back. Uh, Half-Elf takes the rest of his cloak. Damn it! And she doesn't seem too badly injured, but she was definitely singed. You gotta be fucking kidding me. I want to you. my hard candy at Fucko's forehead. Alright, and with that, everyone please roll initiative. <laughs> I need music. That's a 19 to hit him in the forehead with the hard candy. Cool, cool. Do I roll damage for candy or does candy roll damage or no? It's just sting. I mean, I'll say for now, like, roll a d4 for damage. That's how much my my regular uh, stuff. Ammo. Regular ammo. I just have it do one plus dex. Like she was punching him. (laughs) Except a rock. Except I'm a monk, so my punches also do like 1d4. Yeah. <laughs> so 1d4. She's just good with hard candy. I am. I'm aiming right for the forehead and making it sting real bad. So uh, that's four bludgeoning. He will take directly to the forehead. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he's, it hits him. Uh, it's solid, solid in the forehead. And uh, he stumbles back, tripping on his cloak, and he falls prone. Oh, fuck him up. Yeah, he's, uh, he already looks rough. To say that he could look rougher is, uh, I don't really know. <laughs> uh, and he looks dazed. The bottle rolls from his hand. And, uh, is that, um, when all that you do? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I fling the candy at him. And I, I, I cup one of my hands over my mouth and, and shout out, All right, you've had enough. Just get off the fucking stage so we can enjoy our show. Yeah, that, uh, everybody cheers at you. Uh, very happy that someone was able to, uh, to do something. Um... The wonder. Roll initiative. It did. Did it not show up? It did not. Oh. What'd you guess? I'll say I got a 24. Let me reload. And maybe oh, it'll come. Oh, a 24? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, Emran got a 25. Is there anything you'd like no. to do, Emran? I will just roll again because it did not load in. Just move. Sure, what do you want to move? I want to like scamper off. Like, like what? The scene that just happened was someone cast like a fire spell, and then two people went up in flames. Um. Yeah. Awesome. It was more Very like cool. like what the uh, the perform like those performers do where they have like the torch and they like spew mm-hmm. alcohol or something. Yeah. What is the public reaction to this? What is what are people doing? 
Uh, there's a mixture of angry jeers. Some people try to push past these guys, and uh, they just like they look at each other. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is too much for us. <coughs> and they begin to kind of back up, trying to leave. Um, others look horrified and are kind of like panicking, trying to get back a little bit. Uh, it's it's a mix. It's definitely a mix. <laughs> Okay, I'll just move to right here and hold my action. Okay. To do what? I don't know, actually, so I won't hold my action. That will be my turn. <laughs> oh, alright. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe we're back to you. Anything you want to do? I will. I would like to hunker down in my seat and uh, kind of uh, launch myself up and over the one in front of me so I can kind of skitter across the tops of the, the, the seats instead of having to go around. Alright. Where's my fucking. Uh, oh, they changed the road icon. So yeah, I want to kind of like skitter across the, the tops of the. I'll move the rest of my 10 feet to right here. Just so I can get up close to the stage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're in your up. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. Am I able to just go over the chairs? Does that take any extra movement? So you're able to do it. I mean, okay. there's like not too many people here. They've kind of like spread out a little bit. So. Oh, alrighty. I will. Get up out of my seat. And I will. So the, the dude in the cloak that was with Elias, are they right, are they right beside her? Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Up out of my seat, I uh, run up 
as the chaos is happening and I will just reach, reach down into the air uh, and the blue, the twingy blue thread begins to form and I just quickly send that out towards uh, Elias and her companion and I'm going to do an emboldening bond on the two of them. Um, Uh, and as uh, probably can't hear me, but as I do that, I I just say stay together and stay safe. Oh, now that'll that'll be my turn. I'll just wait, see what happens next. Yeah, they seem a little bit more at ease, for sure. Uh, Theodore, what about you? So, to be clear, like there's not actually combat going on right now. Uh, no, but I did that because I didn't know how all of you were going to react. So I figured I so, might as well just have you all roll initiative. Just in okay. So right now, what... Like, well, because we even did attack, which technically would have right. started. She stood up and she slung a piece of candy at the guy. Then <laughs> yeah. he turned around he, like, said some stuff. But nobody's actively, like, hurting anybody right now. Well, he... Or damage to his forehead by hitting him with my candy in a sling. And to be fair, that was after he... Like, you know, like, a certain street performers have a, have a torch and spew alcohol to make, like, a right. white flame? That's what he did after they took down this goon. And after. they were singed. But not, like... They're, they're not... You say singed. Their flesh is not melting off of their skin. Yeah, so no. Yeah, it looks okay. like there's, like, a minor burn on her arm. But what he did was clearly threatening. Like, it was threatening, but, like... It, w- it wasn't like a dragonborn breathing fire or something. Yeah. Okay. And he's just he's just up there vibing on stage right now. Uh, he tripped in the zone. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me see. Let me see. If we got some new stuff that I can pop out on. Probably more. Yeah. I'm sure there's also like things that all of you wanted to do, so I figured it was best just to go down the list and ask. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll just, uh, I'll hold my reaction, or I'll hold my action to use my, uh, telekinetic movement if, like, people actually start fighting. Okay. I'll just play. Sure. Uh, Mike, what about you? Uh... Micah is going to stand up, seeing the people having uh, been hit by the fire, and uh, uh, so we're making a scene then, and uh, he starts to kind of amble his way towards Amram and Maven. Uh, it's not Amram, that's a random old man. Alright, Maven and the random old man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just squeezing by him on my way up to the stage. <sighs> and he tilts back uh, the flask as he does and uh, steps over next to Maven. So, uh, we're not going to hurt them, right? How about this? I'm not going to kill anyone. Uh, Micah just shrugs, burps a little bit, and says, 
sounds good to me. <clears throat> and uh, is there anything that could conceivably be used as a bludgeon here? Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you're if you can think of it, probably uh, like those little poles that have the red, the red. Uh, I don't know what to call it. They kind of use them as like to like for the like velvet lines. The velvet yeah. ropes. Yeah, there's one of you those. There, I mean, there are props. There are props everywhere. Um, I use it like a walking. Yeah. yeah, no, you were able to bring it in. Okay, cool. <clears throat> um, Adele, you're up. Yeah, Adele's gonna pull up the hood of her cloak, and she's just gonna run up top the chairs over to where Virian is, just kind of stance beside her, ready for if one of them tries something else funny. Alright, yeah. Um, and with that, I will say that combat is over. Uh, seeing that, you have a few of the patrons in the back away from you, Micah. Uh, but these guys are done. They were like, yeah, this is, this is way more than we asked for. You were just told to stand here and look intimidating. And uh, they, they try and leave. They, they try and start running out the back door. <clears throat> um, and with that, uh, this guy, he looks pretty dazed, it doesn't look as if he's going to be getting up, uh, and he just starts, you see tears kind of falling from his eyes, and he just also has no sense of balance. You mock them. Comedies, tragedies, all these other works of art, he tries to spit and ends up just like blubbering in his mouth. Ew. Where is he again? Make a little blip thing on the back. Right here. Okay, okay. He's that dude? Yeah. Okay. He's just going on a drunken rant. Yeah, I'm- I'm- graceful. A lot of you. I'm kind of, uh, marching my way up onto the stage. Give Azerathians a home. And what do they do? Blow up your grandmother. A kind way to pay kindness. <coughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come up to him. How how big is he? Does he look like he weighs a lot? No. Okay. Um. 
Can I take my stick and kind of get a little twirl and just bop him on the back of the head? Yeah, he's out cold. Yeah. I'll then stick it in. It's, I have like a little sheath for it on my back. I'll stick it in there and I'm going to pick him up fireman style. All right. Yeah, you do that. <clears throat> Sling him over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes. And then I will, uh, I'm going to turn to the, the two performers that were up here. How are they looking? Uh, they look all right. Um, again, her forearm seems uh, a bit burnt, but nothing major. And <clears throat> they all give a nervous laugh as the other people from down below are asking, Yeah, are you, are you okay? Are you hurt? It's wrong with the nerve of that person, right? Gosh, we should throw him in jail already. And they kind of turn each other, giving a nervous look. And uh, the, the drunkard's performance, everyone. Um, thank you for coming out. <clears throat> and we hope to see you all again next week. Close the curtains. <laughs> uh, I called down to Micah, uh, or if he's up on the stage with me. Uh, should probably go take a look at your friends and make sure those burns aren't any worse than they look. Mr. Healing Hands. Mm -hmm. Uh, how about instead Virian goes and sees to them, and I'll see about the gentleman who you've conked on the head. Uh, someone of his constitution, uh, you, you, well, you might have really knocked him a good one. But bring, bring him over here. Virian, could you go do that? Mm, yes, of course. Yes. I carry... Mr. Longbottom on my shoulder down off the stage. <sighs> yeah, as you're going towards Imbirian, you see Elias. <clears throat> she begins to raise her hand almost as if to stop Micah and then just doesn't and waits for you to come over. You hear uh, the other man say, I'm gonna go check to see what happened to everyone else. That's quite unusual if they didn't um, come out, and he'll be making his way backstage. Glad you're alright. <clears throat> I see um, walking towards Elias. Um, hi there. Um, I'm here to provide some uh, attention medical attention. I was the one in the crowd. I mean, I appreciate it. I'm sure that if I just get a, a balm on it, it'll be fine, but you're more than welcome to take a look. It's no trouble to me at all, darling. I'll uh, uh, reach out, wait for her to give me her arm. I'm not gonna grab it. I'll gesture for her arm. Yeah, she, she gives it over to you. Mm, I'll, I'll look at it. How bad's the damage? It's like a minor first degree burn. Yeah, i I got the time. I got the time for it. Uh, yeah. Um... 
you know, fuck it. Why not? Why not? I'll do, I'll do, uh, I'll do a little, a little cure wounds on her. All right. Just for, just for fun. Um, yep. she gets, a. Oh, I rolled a one, but it's still, uh, <laughs> it's fine. Um, all right. Uh, she gets back four hit points as yeah, that, that's I, enough. yeah, I just take her arm very gently and I run my hand down the burn and, uh, she is left behind with brand, brand new a new skin, as if it was never burned. Oh, that's much better. Thank you. <clears throat> I, I appreciate nice. it. Um, uh, I don't believe we've met, Miss. I uh, take a deep breath. I look around, and then I look back at her. Oh, what a lovely name. Thank Sounds you. familiar. Have I are you sure we haven't met? I'm afraid I've never seen you before. Oh, well very well. You seem to be a healer. Are you part of any of the guilds? I don't see any quests or uh crests or anything like that. Oh, I've just um recently joined the Order of the World Shield. Uh, oh, well, it's good that we had you here. Um, how interesting. Well, uh, thank you. Um, seems your friends are a bit scattered at the moment, but you all seemed uh, ready to take charge and were able to adapt quite quickly. Uh, please, if you ever have need of wanting to participate in any play skits or uh, other improvs, please. We're always looking for new people, and we have uh, an open house uh, next week. We'd love to have you all. Oh, how lovely. Um, yeah, the, the Entertainers Guild is always looking for new people. Good to yes. have a few fresh faces about here and there. Yes, I was wondering, do you... Um, this is a little bit... Odd. I do some writing of my own, but I'm not much of a speaker, so I wonder if I provided material with, do you have, would you have others that are willing to um, uh, be the performer? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, your work, your goodness. voice, your words. That's part oh, of our motto, after all. Well. I suppose it's a lost cause then. Oh well. No, 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 no. Ha have a friend come up with you, even if it's just for support. We'd love to hear it. You have a lovely oh. voice. Don't, Don't be shy. Be... Mm. Look, here. <laughs> come back and we can talk more. I have to go check on the others, but... Don't be shy. It would be, would be nice. Be surprised <sighs> what can happen after you find your voice. And I'm sure oh. others would love to hear what you have to say. And it's critique all and it's good natured so just keep an open mind uh, alright I'll think about it you should um, 
Take care. You too, darling. Gives you a smile and pauses before taking one final glance behind her and uh, heading backstage. What are you eating, Layla? Tortilla chips. Yeah. I'm gonna um, that. I'll walk back into the audience. Yeah, I've got a drunk bottom on my shoulder. Um, I kind of give, yeah, I kind of give Micah a nudge to to come with me to go find some some cops. I don't know what the what what are they called again? Cop dudes. They're not called guards here. What are they called? Uh, No, like the like cops. The Order or the Warforged? I don't know. Someone to give this drunk guy to. The cops. Uh, yeah, I'll say you're able to... Well, how are you, Micah, handling? Are you just like going outside and looking for a dude? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll say you go out and you see a Warforged patrol coming by. Oh. I was just going to toss him in that ditch over there. Do you want to pass him off to them? I mean, it'll be safer for him to sleep it off in a cell than in the street. Who cares about that? Hmm. Asshole ruined a perfectly good night, and Micah gives him his unconscious body a shove. That he did. Um, but, you know, obviously he's dealing with a lot right now, so. And I kind of, I, I whistle at one of the, at a Warforged walking by. Um, oh. Yes, citizen. Uh, do you have a place for drunkards to sleep off like a, like a prison cell for the night or something like that? Of course. Under the Standards Bureau Enforcement Act, Section C-1A, we have a spot for him. Good. Um, be careful. He's pretty fragile, I think. Um, Identification? Is he asking for mine? They need oh. uh, a name for the guy. Uh, uh, something Longbottom. Abraham yeah. Longbottom. <sighs> Second offense. Poor soul. <clears throat> and they pick him up just and begin walking away thank you for your duty citizen have a good night good night (sighs) if it's all the same to you I don't really want to go back in there that's fine we can sit out here on the sidewalk and wait for everyone else (sighs) Micah just goes over to the curb and sits down and kind of cups his head in his hands. <sighs> I go over and I kind of, I plop down beside him and cross my ankles in front of me. <sighs> Ex-girlfriend of yours? No, but an old friend. More like a sister. Ah. Even worse. I suppose. I haven't seen her in a few years now, and... Well, we didn't 
leave on the best of terms. I'm not exactly eager to make our reacquaintance. And I truthfully doubt she is either. Well, word of advice from an old woman. The longer you put it off, the worse it's going to be once it actually happens. Hmm. Micah just kind of shrugs and looks down at his feet, and uh, he says, Well, I could always just put it off forever, and I wouldn't have to worry about it. You might put it off forever, but who's to say she will? Fair enough. You may be given no choice. Well, at least then I'd know that she actually wanted to talk. You know, a lot of the time, people think running away from something is the easier option. It's the safer option. It's the uh, less painful option. But honestly, most of the time, it just ends up hurting just as much, and there's no warm, fuzzy feelings at the end. Don't I know it? Hmm. You're fairly young. You've done a lot of running in your life. Yes, well, there were certain things that I thought I had to get away from, mm. but I suppose the death of your parents will put everything back into perspective for you. Mm. I'll try to speak with her when I'm ready, if she wants to hear what I have to say. Might be a good idea to wait for a day where you can be sober. I doubt I could do it sober. <laughs> where are the rest of them at anyway? We had surely hit a bar before we turned in for the night. Do you really think you need that? After that? Any gestures towards uh, the Mr. Longbottom being escorted away? I really would just like to forget tonight. Well, in that case, and I, I, I bring my, my, my satchel with me everywhere, and I reach into it, and there's some clinking noises, and I pull out a jar. I set it on the curb. It's full of clear liquid. If you're going to do it, I'd rather you do it with a responsible adult. And I slide the jar towards him. At least this way you won't be wasting your money. Micah gives you a smile and then uh, reaches for the jar of the clear liquid. And then... Uh, it's moon looks like... Baby. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a little nip at it and scrunches up his face and he says on second thought maybe some shut eye would do better mm -hmm. take a couple more swallows and you have no problem with that tonight uh. I take the jar and I, I, I like 
throw back like a good like full mouthful of it, swallow it, no problem, and I'll screw the cat back on. I think it just cringes at you and uh, looks to see if any of the other party members have come to join us. I I come out and I try to find uh, Adeli, Theodore, and Amaram so that we can leave. Adeli was pretty close to you, so you find her really easily. She's kind of standing there off to the side. Yeah, I and, come from the back of the um, rope. Yeah, I just, I just give a thumbs up and then a wave towards me and then I point towards the door. I'll, I'll make my way over there. As will I. Uh, I will walk out with the, the rest of the party. Truthfully, I would have liked to introduce you to some of the movers and shakers here. As the rest of the party shows up, Micah is uh, talking to Maven and kind of the rest of them drunkenly. But, well, I imagine everybody else is just as eager to get away after the events of tonight. Well, I mean, from what I've heard, uh, some of them are expecting for you to perform there eventually, so I'm sure we'll get a chance to meet them. Hmm. Micah, uh, his mouth twists, and he says, yes, I expect that we will have to. At the very least, you owe us a performance. Very well. Let's head on back to the estate, then. Any stops the rest of you want to make before we go? Theater was enough excitement for one night for me, although I would like it to make a regular. I'd like to make it a regular occurrence. That was, was wonderful. Yes, up until the end. Very you, all well. act, you all acted a lot better than I expected you to. I sort of distanced myself because I was scared of, like, how you would react to needing to be still for a certain amount of time without... It was very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Not you. I understand why you can't. It's, it's cool when you do it, but with, like... Theodore's bag starts calling people bitch. That's that's about where I draw the line for who I want to Is associate with. That who was whispering? Yeah, what as an archaeologist, Theodore, why the hell do you have a bag that shouts profanities at people? I've been meaning to ask It's just my good luck charm. <laughs> Is it not the You guy you were getting a lot of weird luck. I pull out the rabbit skull. Oh. But it didn't do it whenever I was on the train. I thought it was the rabbit skull. It is. But it doesn't do it all the time. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Just whenever it feels like it. Why do you carry it around? Because it's good luck. Is it? What <laughs> makes it good luck? Yeah, it just is. How often do you end up in bar fights carrying that thing around? Never. 
<laughs> Thomas. How many people did you get plot? into barf? Had to mute myself. Do you know, if you like, I can attach some sort of cord to it, or you could wear it around your neck. I'm quite proficient at making items out of bits and pieces. Uh, I'll probably just put it in the uh, the office collection. These bones don't really fit Theodora's aesthetic. Nah. Well. That's a shame for, you know, an archaeologist. Mm, no, he's more into the Mythical and mystical. Like yes. unicorns. Yes, like unicorns. More the historical, but yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to order a birth certificate right now, guys. <laughs> I know, I'm, not, I'm not into it right now. Do you think? Do you oh, think, man? <laughs> I, I lift up this one of one of the many many. Scraps of fabric I wear around my neck is like a scarf, and, and underneath it, there's like cords and chains and uh, bits and strips of everything. There's all kinds of little bits and baubles hanging from my neck. There's like bone chunks. There's like a little jar that's full of something. There's a, a walnut shell with a hinge attached to it. Hey, you could turn it into something like this little thing. Wouldn't that be nice, Amaram? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's nice. Absolutely. It just wouldn't fit for him. I mean, if He's he more like if you just give him loose pieces of paper, and then you can put it in between the other loose pieces of paper. That's kind of all I see him carrying around. It's just loose pieces of paper. And a rabbit skull. Loose pieces. And a rabbit skull. And a rabbit skull is all he carries in that bag. What more do you True, true. What more do you need but animal bits? A flask, perhaps. Mm. I mean, if you dunk your sleeve in it, you got a built-in flask right there. What? I want to know. You're absorbent. Just squeeze you. I want sword proud, um... Dip their sleeve in the glass of milk and then suck all the milk out of it and then keep dipping it. And that's how uh, they that's how they drank the cup of milk. They just kept yeah, yeah, uh, the, the nasty wet sleeve into the cup and like sucking on it. Exactly. That's Nobody disgusting. needs to fly. My goodness, my sister used to do that. <laughs> What is it with how you get extra nutrients with your milk? It's a casual thing at Dirty Harry's, you know. Dirty Harry's? Dirty Harry's? Where is Dirty Harry's? No, it's after 1 a.m. Harry's Tavern turns into Dirty Harry's. That's just the underground level of it. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. But if you're really in need of another drink, uh, Micah. I reach into my bag and I don't I don't pull it out, but I shake the jar of moonshine in my bag. You are always welcome to a nip. I'll be alright for now. Let's uh let's just see about getting back to 
minute. Now, where did I park those horses? He holds up his uh, <laughs> whistle key fob and blows into it. And then here's the chittering of the mechanical horses somewhere. Ah, there they are. And he starts stumbling <laughs> over in that direction. And yeah, with that being, oh, we had Alf with us. I forgot we had Alf with us. Can we find him? You don't see Alf. He died. Oh, oh no! Fuck. Wait, fuck! Alf was with us. Yeah, he came to the theater with us. Oh shit! Oh no! Oh, shit! Yeah, y'all didn't sit with your butler. That's a shame. Ben's probably you left did. as soon as the commotion started. He's like, I don't. I'm too old for this. I gotta go. He went, BIP! Elf <laughs> waiting for us at the carriage. He is not. <gasps> so where is uh, Elf? Uh, I thought he was with you, Amaran. No, no, I sat alone. Hmm. I mean, he's a distinguished... He's a distinguished old man. He probably left as soon as the commotion started, because, you know... The music and all that fun stuff was done. Well, perhaps, but I would have assumed he would have well, maybe waited in the lobby or by the car. He we could, could try to mind blast him. Theodore. Oh, or. I lean over to Amram. That's supposed to be a secret. That's why I didn't say anything. Or... I just gestured heavily, silently with my... What are you all whispering about? Nothing. Look, I'm, I'm sure Alf is already at home, putting on himself a cup of tea, waiting for us to get back. If he's not there, we can go and look for him. I hope he's already home. Very well, very well. Well, everyone pile in, and Micah opens up the door and kind of gestures grandiosely for everyone to get in. Well, I'm not going to leave him. I wouldn't be able to sleep. You said he was back at the manor. I said he probably was. Well, I'm gonna I go mean, ask around He came in with the carriage. I don't think he'd take another carriage. Exactly. Well, you can stay here and ask around and the rest of us can go back to the manor and look for him. I don't want to leave Amaram alone. We'll pull up to the front and Amaram can ask about, and if we find something out about Alf, then we can go look after that. Does it sound good? Works for me. Alright, let's go sleuthing then. Alright. Uh, so, are all of you asking around? Yeah, we like we pull up the, the the carriage to the front of the building and like stick our head out and ask people if they've seen an old man fitting this yeah. description. I'll cast minor illusion to create an image of Alf and like point to Alf. Yeah, oh, there he is, Alf! You snuck right up on me. No, no, Micah. Get, it's, get back it's... in the car, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
just a picture made by MRM. Come on. Holy oh, shit, that was great. Michael, you are very far gone. <laughs> Bamboozled. He leans his hand in, and it passes through Alf. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yes. Perhaps I'll go have a sit down. Uh, you are oh, lost. You're already sitting in the carriage, dear. Come on. (laughs) 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 I kind of, I leave one of my arms kind of loosely around Micah, kind of holding him still like you do with a child. Yeah, you, um... Oh man, yeah. So you you go and ask around. Uh, it takes a minute, but eventually. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that guy. He was with um. He was. He was with uh. Wait. Well, you're all so pretty. You were the people that 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 stopped that that old guy. Yeah, we're looking for another old guy now. Who I know an old guy. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. he look like this? He look Yo, like that. Oh my god, he's right there! Holy shit! No, where did he? Where did you last see this man other than right now? Oh, oh, right. Sorry. He went <laughs> with some other like gentleman. Uh, it was. I don't know. They like escorted him out the back or something. I don't. I don't fucking know. What but did you... the gentleman look like? I don't know. Some dude. I'm so sorry. I'm. It's at. It's like the after party hours. He just starts giggling. I would like to. I'll, I'm gonna lean out the window and, and lean down to the dude, and I, I I motion for him to come closer. Hey, come here real quick. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I. When he leans down, I kind of thump, and I'm gonna headbutt him real quick. Not hard enough to knock him out. Well, uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been grabbing by like, the side of the head as he's like teetering. Yeah, yeah. Awake now. Come on. What did they look like? The nice people. There were older gents with white hair and glasses. I think one of them smoked some type of cigar. They held cloaks. I don't know. Like, I saw them heading towards the Black Lantern. Hmm. That's a bar, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I hated that footstep sound that you just played. Good, good. You did that. Thank you for that. <laughs> and I'm still like gripping the side of his neck and head. He takes a swig. Can I? Can I go back for drunk improv now? Yeah, yeah. Go on. And I, I kind of like. She. I shove his head and turn him at the same time to, like, give him some momentum to get going. He holds it up and just... walk him back. I'll plop back down into the carriage. Alright, uh, Black Lantern. Apparently, Alf is there with some other old guys. Other... folks. Wow. Did he go with them willingly, or...? I don't know. He said escorted. That doesn't sound like one way or the other. Yeah. 
He was kind of very true. I well, don't think. If he was just going out to drink, he would have let us know so as not to wait the carriage. And Micah is looking increasingly agitated as his mind starts to race. You don't think. You don't think he's been kidnapped, do you? I'm sure he's fine, Micah. Don't get yourself all worked up. I lean to Eileen Davirian. Do you have anything for being sloshed? Oh, hold on, I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> Last right now. You have a sloshed be gone spell. Mm, oh shit. Um yeah. I <laughs> I literally do right now. Um yeah, I'm just gonna reach over and rub Micah on the back, cast Lesser Restoration on him. Um, Sober up! Um, don't worry, we're gonna go check. Sober up! <laughs> and we're gonna go check Micah and make sure that he's alright, okay? Micah's eyes kind of go wide and he blinks a little bit. He says, wow. Oh, Huh? Yes, uh, of course. We should check on him right away. Oh. That's no fun at all. What's the point of getting drunk if you're not completely sick the next day? I have an entire half, like, cool liter whatever jug of moonshine back at the manor this is just a little bit of jar so i'm sure you know we can get you sloshed again but Al- can, yeah we should go Al- check Al- in on Al. Yeah. all right but with that we are at 11 and so that is where we will end the session fuck on our way to Al. Alfanger, indeed. Alfanger. <laughs> that's uh, tough. Man, that sucks. But that was that was really good. Even with yeah, the, the, the difficulties at the beginning. It was very good. The beginning was... Uh, Thank you for joining us, Crazy Craig. It was good having y'all. This has right. been the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, get back to you by Boko Haram. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to kill all of you. Have a good night, everybody. I will for tuning in. See you guys. I'm out now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.